Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, good evening and welcome. It's time for us to have a lovely time. I'm lying in bed and I've not got no clothes on. My legs are quite cold and my fingers are frozen. Heads in the bath and marks on the loo. Joe's naked too, and Ben and Willie, they're both naked and chilly. We're naked! It's the Horn Section Podcast. Naked! It's the Horn Section Podcast. In the news, it's the Horn Section Podcast. With no clothes on, it's the Horn Section Podcast in the nude. Well, Hello, everyone. Nude episode. Here we are. Everyone oh, hi, completely Alex. starkers? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. But naked. Mark's on the toilet. Uh, yeah. He's hairy, isn't he? Pardon, Joe? He's hairy. Hairier than I thought he was going to be, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Willip's not very hairy, but we can only see all of him. Willip, do you shave it? <laughs> <laughs> on my nose. That's what you call it. <laughs> Funniest looking nose I ever saw. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's another episode of the Horn Section Podcast. Hi, Your Alex. chance... I'm talking to the listener, whoever you are. Your chance to sit back, turn the volume down on whatever device you're listening to us on and just chat about stuff with whoever's in your bubble. Maybe put some music on real loud and have a good old dance. Now I'm talking to you guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, Hi Alex. Alex. Hi, Alex. Are you ready for a quick debate question? Mm. Yes. OK. Uh, has anyone got a deba uh, debating guitar they could strum for a bit like they do in the House of Commons? I don't know if you've seen the House of Commons recently, yeah. but during Prime Minister's <laughs> questions, Tony Blair's now got very long hair and he sits in the corner and strums away. <laughs> Tony Blair's got really long hair <laughs> and he sits in the corner and strums away. So I need someone Tony to strum Tony Blair's the... got, really got long, long hair, hair and he sits, sits in, in the, the corner, corner and strums, strums away. away. Anyway, so if someone could play Blair, please. Strum away. I haven't got a guitar, Mark. Yeah. Your area. Unless you've got one, Ben. Not really. Hey, what about me? I've got a guitar. Do you want to play it? You look the most like Tony Blair, I think, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> OK, so uh, we're going to have a bit... Yeah, can we have a bit of debating guitar, please? Right, here's today's topic of debate. This house believes that the top bit of a computer is technically a lid. Arguing in favour of the motion, we've got Ben and Willip. Hi, guys. You've got 20 Hi. seconds each. Go for it. Well... A lid goes on top of something and comes down and mm -hmm. just basically protects it from the elements. Ten seconds left. Uh, and that's what the top bit of the ben. computer yeah. does. And it's never been called anything else, so it's got to be a lid. The screen yeah, is just... definitely a lid. If you're well, thinking that's, about... That's it. And arguing <laughs> against the motion, we've got Joe. You said we had 20 seconds each. No, uh, each team. Joe and the pianist. Hi, guys, you've got, 20, you've got 25... You've got 25 seconds per person in your team. Go for it. <laughs> After you, Ed. Well, it's called a top, isn't it? It's, called, it's not a lid. It's a top, a laptop. Otherwise, it would be lap lid, and that would be stupid, wouldn't it? It's a laptop. It's a you've top. Got, just relax, Ed. You've got 10 seconds left. Top! 
It's a Tom. <laughs> and that's my modus operandi. All right, and now the voting. It's uh, me and Mark voting. All those in favour of the motion that the top bit of a computer is technically a lid, say aye. Aye. And all those against the motion that the top bit of a computer is technically a lid, say nay. Nay. Well, both the eyes and the nays have it. The top bit of a computer <laughs> might technically be a lid. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Great debating. <laughs> Is that how they do it? I don't know. I mean, do we, it might as well be. Do we have a one-person special guest audience with us today? Well, I don't I know. So. You know. You normally know that it, stuff. You're right. It's a stupid question. We always do. Is it your accountant again, Alex? No. <laughs> Despite less than one person asking for that to happen. Is it a potato expert? No. No. Because of the pandemic and Brexit, we're not going to be able to do the potato episode quite as soon as we hoped. Is it Rachel Paris? Yes! It's oh! Rachel Paris! <laughs> Rachel Paris, please! Say hello to Rachel, everyone. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello. hello, Rachel Paris, and welcome to the Horn Section Podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Before we start, Rachel, um, I thought it'd be useful to work out the narrative arc of the interview. Um, yeah. I think all good interviews have a narrative arc. I'd feel safer with that as yes, well. Yes, good. I try to have one in all aspects of life. Like for breakfast, I try to have some jeopardy at the beginning. I spill something <laughs> and then clear it up at the end. So how, what sort of arc do you want? Do you want... Do you want something bad to happen at the beginning? Well, I'd like I'd like there to be sort of a goal that we have to reach. Yes. Oh, that would be great. And I'd like to end on a cliffhanger, if possible. Oh, OK. I thought I, I might offend you at some point and then try to resolve that, if that's OK. Oh, yeah. That would be lovely, yeah. You'd like that? Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> Up for that. <laughs> and maybe we'll discover the goal. If, you know, I think a good narrative... We should get. It should start very. I quite like things that start very positive, and it looks like this is going to be a lovely thing. Yeah, I think so. And then inject some conflict. Yeah, something awful will happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's discover <laughs> yeah. the goal as we go along. Absolutely. Great. Well, that's something. I think the listener's got a lot to cling on to now with the cliffhanger and the panting. Yeah, we've we've got a lot of work to do, haven't we? <laughs> we do. And <laughs> we've only got four minutes. Okay. Hello, Rachel Paris. <laughs> Hello. Mm, this is the introduction bit. So lots of people will know you from the MASH report, and we will talk about that later. You're also a musician, uh, which I know, but not everyone does, and a musical comedian. Um, was that what you did first on stage before, I don't know what age it was, but was it music first, then comedy? Yes, it was very much music first. Started doing music when I was six, when oh, I was tiny. Uh, started, did my first little piano Recital is a grand word when you're six, isn't it? Who, um, who was in the audience at this first recital? Mums and dads. Oh, more than I think. Did, did you have more than one mum and dad, or were there others invited? <laughs> My seven mums yes. and dads. <laughs> uh, it was a school oh, right. thing. That's and pretty early, who... though. That's pretty good because yeah. my kids are older than that, and I've been to a couple of their. They play music badly, and um, the piano <laughs> people in the concerts, it's just one finger, really. At what point did you start using more than one finger? I think probably seven, this I think. This is good. This is good. Um, I remember I did, uh, we went to the animal fair. Ah. Do you remember that song? We went to the animal fair. Oh, yes. The birds and the beasts were there. That was my um, piece that I performed grandly Your to my child. seven mums yeah. and dads. Yeah. And you sung and played? No, no, not then. No. That came later. Well, the kids <laughs> at my primary school then, they have no hope because they're still on one finger. I mean, some of them are... <laughs> Getting on a bit. 
<laughs> well, then, I like you, I will write them off as musicians Yeah, as well. they've gone. They've gone, <laughs> they've gone, which is a relief. I think my two saxophonist children have stopped being saxophonists over the pandemic because I haven't pushed them because I've been kind mm. to them. Tell you what's hard as well, because I play the saxophone as well. Right. And um, it's if you haven't got a very regular someone accompanying you on the piano, then it's not as fun yes. uh, to do as a solo instrument, you know. So it's tricky. I think, yeah, when maybe when they've got a teacher to play for them or something, yes. it'll be a bit funner. I will come back. Yeah, I, I think you, you have to let something slide, don't you, when there's a global pandemic. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, saxophone and piano, where, what, what age was saxophone introduced? Oh, later. I'm not okay. like, I did the grades on it, but I, it was never my instrument okay. you know i don't i don't really enjoy it that, no, that much it's fine i would still painting a picture for the listener you are clutching a saxophone <laughs> in the picture now and clarinet as well um if you play the clarinet you might as well learn the saxophone because yeah. after the clarinet the saxophone's well my wife learned the clarinet on the basis that if she got good enough they would let her play the saxophone and she never reached yeah. that level <laughs> so she's quite I'm, bitter i really want to know who they are <laughs> i would like to, I, they were nuns actually they were nuns oh she's, wow uh, she's one of them Oh, anyway. that doesn't surprise me that nuns drew the line at the saxophone. Yeah. I feel like nuns might think that the saxophone is a bit of a sexy instrument. I mean, I do, so I don't blame them. Yeah, I do. It's the shape, it's the name, invented by Adolf Sax. What a fun guy he is. Yeah. Anyway, um, was there a moment, and because I was thinking this could be our goal that we're trying to reach, was there a moment that you can remember when you first realised you loved music? Is it, Was there something you heard or played where something clicked? Um... I think it will have been quite young, mm-hmm. like because I'm, I'm looking for a dramatic moment where that clicked. But I think it was just I always enjoyed playing the piano. You just, do from, you think you were just musical? Yeah, oh, I think so I was. Unfair. Which is so unfair. Like, I, and I we had like little choir lessons at school, um, and for me, like that was my favourite thing mm. to do. And then you know, even you know, when I went to secondary school and we did. Uh, even even like I liked singing hymns, right. you know, in church and stuff because I was brought up in church and things like that. So yeah, I do. I just always liked singing. I always liked playing the piano. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm with you on hymns. I um, I've got two things about hymns. Yeah. <laughs> One, I remember being at a carol concert when I was maybe twelve and coming out thinking, "This is bre- I really like it. I really like carols." And then I went to a comedy festival called. I can't remember what it's called the Greenbelt Festival. It was a yeah, and the they Christian did, Festival. Yeah, yeah, and they did hymns and beer. It's just a tent <laughs> full of people drinking beer, and they had the words to the hymns on a big screen, and someone on a quite rickety piano playing it, and everyone just got drunk and sung it as loud as possible. And it was one of the most sort of joyful things. I loved it. <laughs> they can be, can't they? I think. Shall I? Shall I do you an example of what I think about hymns? Ah, uh, yes, you definitely should. There's hymns that I think are really beautiful and ones that are really boring mm. and i think that a lot of people forget the beautiful ones and just remember the ones that are sort of like yes so boring mm. but then there's like the classics like um Dear Lord and Father, oh it's lovely Like, I mean, that could be taken really, back, couldn't it? Exactly. Like, they're beautifully written, lovely, like, chordal progressions, beautiful words, poetry, and, like, you, they can be ruined by a bad organ player. Yes. <laughs> and, 
kind of shit congregation, but like they're they're beautiful songs, a lot of them. So yeah, yeah I've got a soft spot for him. Well, look, we are really agreeing on that. It feels like nothing can go wrong with this interview. We're just sailing oh. through the narrative. Um, well, if there's a way. I mean, my goal was be to become musical one day because I did comedy first and then discovered music later. And oh, I'm yet to, to uncover my musicality. But if you can convince me that I am musical at the end of the podcast, that would help me, Rachel. I would. That can be my goal. There we go. I would <laughs> like that. Uh, Onward, Christian Shol- Soldiers is my favourite. Banger, yeah. It's a banger. <laughs> oh, guys, Rachel's both cool and talented, but I didn't get cross with her. I was... Also pretty cool and very talented. Right, guys, what should we talk about? <laughs> uh, your, your clothing, Alex. Let's talk about your clothing. When you were writing the script for this podcast, how long did it come, take you to come up with that question? Maybe an hour? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. We can talk about, has anyone seen anything good in the sky recently? I've got an answer for that. Has anyone seen anything good in the sky recently? I have. I've seen a multi-bird pile-up. 14 birds, all different species. <laughs> all flying from different directions at each other, but they were looking around at their mates when it happened. They smashed into each other over a garden. They all landed in the garden in a heap, but then they just dusted themselves down, all said sorry, shook hands, kissed each other on the beak and flew off again. <laughs> anyone else? What were the 14 species? At, at Jay, Goldcrest, Wren, <laughs> Chaffinch, Red Kite, Golden Eagle, Parachute Man, Para- um, uh, Quetzal, Pheasant, Emu, Ostrich, Penguin. Is there one wow. more? Yeah. Oh, Turkey. Turkey. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. A lot of land based birds. Only four flightless birds. You should do like a show about bird watching. <laughs> mm. Well, look, I, I want to hear a song. Yeah. Who's the best at writing songs in 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 the band? Do you reckon, or in all bands, really? Which 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 instrumentalist is the best at writing songs in general? Neil Hannon, probably the drummer. I think <laughs> it's the drummer. Is it? Yeah, when you look at things like Lars Ulrich, oh, yeah. Roger Queen, Taylor, all, yeah, now Queen songs, all the yeah. songs, Tommy Lee, oh, yeah. Nick Fleetwood, oh. Jimi Hendrix. Kevin who's Woodward. One, who's the one in the Beatles? Sorry, Karen Woodward. She's from Banana Rama. Um, right, who's the drummer in the band? Me. Okay, then, Ben. Yes. What's your current exercise routine and have you got a song for us? Um, exercise routine doesn't exist. Yes, I've got a song. What's it called and what's it about and how does it go? It's called Love Triangle. It's yeah. about raw love Ooh. and attraction and it goes oh, like this. Stonking. Just seen a girl standing in the orchestra She stands at the back, I simply must confess Her sticks hit the drums, I want to dance along My heart goes a flutter when she plays her little gong <laughs> I'm in love with the girl standing in the orchestra She plays the castanets while she tickles her cabasa She is so very good at her multitasking I'd ask her for a drink and she'd love me just for asking I'm crackers about her maracas I claw bonkers at her bongos Her shaker makes my knees quicker timpani quite simply puts my heart into symphony 
is it in Le Traviata? And even though I know that's not what Verdi had intended, I do believe he'd think again, it really was quite splendid. Until one day she reaches in her old percussion bag and whips out her big triangle and beat her in the hand. My heart went cold, my hands clammed up, my body full of fear. I'm now forever haunted by the worst noise in the world, a pointless, ghastly, awful sound still ringing in my ear. <laughs> Triangles are not instruments, they're barely just a shape. They're for accidents on the hard shoulder, half a sandwich, a slice of cake. Yes, triangles are for pyramids, building bridges, tortilla chips. Triangles for trigonometry, and we all know from school that's also shit. <laughs> There she goes. Oh, yeah, nice. like Ian during the blockheads. Oh, I thought that as well. Nice. What, what a good. song. Mm, well, thanks, Willard, what did you think of the song? I thought that was really funky. Mm. Uh, Joe? Really funky. Yeah. I thought it was funky. What did you think, Mark? Yeah, I thought it was funky. Oh, have you got any adjectives, pianist? Um, well, the first one that springs to mind is funky. It was very funky. <laughs> well done, Ben, for such a funky oh. song. Oh, it's lovely you'll say that because I, I, I wanted it to be sort of funky. <laughs> All right, shut up. Let's hear again from God. Rachel Paris. How about you've got your piano there? That I please okay. can we make some music together, Rachel? Yes, please. Right. I would like that. I've got a plan. I would yeah. like you to play some music on your piano, and I'm yeah. going to read out slash sing out some words yeah. that I found. Um, yeah. And we're going to see if we can just make a song out of any words because I have a, th- Amazing. a th- sort of theory that. I'm not the only one that anything could be music, even just the way we talk. It has notes, doesn't it? I think that's true. Yeah. I think that's true. So, like the sound of my all my papers falling down just then. Is a beautiful I don't know if you sound. heard it, but it's a lovely shuffly. Yeah, if you could keep doing that throughout the song. Um, I don't music. really mind the style of music, but I can tell you where the words are from. They're from a Jamie Oliver recipe. So the song is called Mushroom Stroganoff. Okay, so quite sort of chirpy. It's, pr- it's probably chirpy. Bit and uh, uh, there's quite a lot of words because I haven't taken any any out. Um, okay. And I guess mushroom stroganoff should be a sort of chorus or a thing maybe that you sing occasionally to try to make it sound better. I'm on board. Uh, yeah, I like it. Feel free to repeat any of my words like a hype lady. Oh, yeah. I'm 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 okay with that. Shall I start singing slash talking? Yeah, Get all the prep done. Before you start cooking, this is good. Trim the mushrooms, tearing up the larger ones and leaving any smaller ones whole. Peel and finely slice the red onion and garlic. Okay, so that's that's the first bit. Nice. But and I start. Then I could do something like sort of mushroom stroganoff. Yes. Mushroom stroganoff. Yes. Mushroom stroganoff. Okay, this is far more beautiful than I was expecting. <laughs> I'll have to say the next bit much quicker because there are a lot of words and this could last hours otherwise. And next time you sing your mushroom strong enough bit, I'll say some words in the gaps. I like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. 
Next phase, shake into one layer, then dry fry for five minutes, drizzle in one tablespoon of oil, then add the garlic, onions, cornichons, parsley stalks and capers. After three minutes, pour in the whiskey, tilt the pan to carefully flame. And once the flames subside, add a quarter of a teaspoon of paprika, the creme fraiche and parsley. Mushroom strong enough. Toss together. Mushroom strong enough. Toss, toss together. Mushroom strong enough. Toss together. Mushroom strong enough. Loosen with a splash of boiling water to a saucy consistency and season to taste with sea salt and pepper. Divide between plates and serve with fluffy rice. Mushroom stroganoff. Mushroom stroganoff. Well, there we go. We'll send that to Jamie. I bet he'll love that. Now, Rachel, <laughs> since lockdown, I, I, I guess since April last year, uh, a lot of people have come to know you. I mean, huge amounts of people because of your lockdown lip sync videos that you yeah. did and I guess do with Marcus Brigstock, your nice husband. I want to ask about the nitty gritty of lip sync videos. Good, yeah. Be- ask the difficult questions. You're yeah. very good at it. When you do it, do you sing a little bit? Do you sing a lot? Do you sing well? Or do you make no noise at all? I don't sing at all, really? actually. Is that a conscious uh, choice? I think I would find it too distracting because then you would hear yourself as you're singing instead of the sing. You'd hear quite a lot of yourself that might distract you from what they're doing, even if you know the song really well. So just for the viewer who doesn't know what a lip sync video is, do you want to explain? (laughs) Yeah, a lip sync video, uh, and I'm, you know, I was as new to it as as anyone else Mm. when we started doing it, is simply what you probably do at home and everyone does, which is kind of mouthing the words along to a song you know mm-hmm. but not singing along with it yes. and then sort of making you know making a video of it yes. um so it looks like you're singing so, the song and when i said exactly. when i said for the viewer i meant listener but some people probably do watch the podcast they sit and look <laughs> at the phone um but are you listening to it in an earpiece or are you just playing it loud in the room no we just played it loud yeah. like we got the loudest speakers we could i see because uh, i was thinking you did that but then you would sing along to it and then you would cut all that audio off and add it on again. I think that's what technically proficient right. people have done when they've made lip sync videos, but we have done it in an old fashioned way, filmed it on an iPhone, yeah. had speakers in the room. So no, you're literally just no technical to it. proficiency, yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm now, I, I just like <laughs> imagining you two doing this in lockdown. And was it to start with just to pass the time? And, and you know, you're both performers, so we all like showing off and it looked good. So let's put it up and see what happens. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, it was just like, I did it to Marcus. Uh, we we often like, you know, we'll sort of like lip sync along or just sing along to yeah. things. And he filmed one of them and was like, oh, that's good. I'll put it on Twitter. And people really went for it. Yeah. Um, which, you know, after 10 years of us both doing stand-up and satire, we were like, oh, this is what people want, actually. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because it's so <laughs> engrossing, because I think you're, you get convinced that you are singing it pretty quickly. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you, you've picked great songs. Thanks, yeah. Did, They're basically some of our favourite songs. Yeah. Uh, Janelle Monet is my hero. I was very pleased to call her. Oh, I love her so much. I'm always, yeah. she's the one I always try to push on people because lots of people haven't heard of her. Yeah, she's amazing, isn't yeah. she? She's so, she's like such a, such a good singer, such a good songwriter and just so sort of like cool and... Yeah, the videos yeah, are great. And you amazing. sort of wear the, like her outfit was sort of similar to your outfit and and, and then you got obviously more and more. Highfalutin. Yes. 
that was Marcus's influence, definitely. Like, because oh. we got competitive. Like, he loves all the dressing up and like the sound of like um lighting effects and things mm. like that which he owns like anyway well this and... is the bit where you might you, you might get offended in this bit i'm, I'm deliberately saying this to offend you obviously. yeah um because i have to say marcus is marcus is really very good at them rachel yeah think, he is you know i think he does he becomes the singer and uh yeah um i think he is much better at it than you i'm not i don't really think that don't this really is the offense this is the offense in. yes well, I'm really offended by that. Yes, yes. Well, I'm really sorry offended. I implied that I thought Marcus was a better lip syncer. <laughs> you didn't imply it. What? You said it. I, I, well, you read that between the lines. This is the end of a very long friendship. Very sensitive, Rachel, on this yeah, on this maybe. one. Oh, now you've said I've sensitive. I'm just doing the offence yes, thing yes. to a high I degree. I think both yeah. of us are very polite people <laughs> who are really worried that we would actually offend the other... <laughs> Can I ask also, did you ever, did either of you want to do more retakes than the other one? Or did you just... Yeah. Did you, was it him? <laughs> Marcus did, yeah. Basically, like, in every degree that wasn't the accuracy of the lip sync, Marcus wanted to do more. So it was, like, more of more uh, visuals, mm. more takes, more interesting camera angles. Right. Um, all of that. And I was just, like, I was, I'm a bit of a, like, purist mm, about it. Yeah. Like, and I never expected to have a stance, no, to be honest, no. on lip syncing. But it turns out I do, which is I'm, like, less costume, maybe do your hair in a certain way. But the main thing is do an accurate lip sync well, and keep it simple. It turns but out it, Marcus, Marcus was, isn't about the simple. It turns out Marcus was right because he was so much better at it, Rachel. Can I say fuck you? <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'll we can that. edit it out. You yeah, know. or edit it in. We can have it. We can just distribute it throughout. <laughs> oh, no. Every minute or so. Oh, hi everyone, and hi everyone at home. What are you up to? Why not text us on the normal number and let us know? Alternatively, write in. We love receiving your letters, don't we, Mark? Yeah. Hey, Mark, who plays the piano in our band? Oh, what's his name? <laughs> um, come on. Shelders, Shelders, Shelders. I think Billy Shelders. But what's his first name? Vinny? Billy. Billy. Billy, Sh Billy Shelders. I think you've got a great face. What do you think about your face? And do you have a quiz? Take it away. Oh, I wish I knew how movie quotes sounded a song. Oh, I wish Edward turned movie quotes into songs. Songs, light films, song as songs, lovely songs made from quotes. Chris, oh, what, what a theme! I mean, that's better than the original, as usual. Here's how the game works. Are we buzzing well, in or shouting or what? Um, yeah, buzzing in, buzzing in as usual. And waving. does anyone get a point for getting closest? Uh, yeah, Mark does. And what about for furthest away? Um, no, you get nothing because you didn't take the game with the spirit with which, which it should be played. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So I didn't take the game with the spirit which is, with, with which, which it, should, it was played. With which it should, it should be played. Correct. I didn't take the game with the spirit with which it should be played. <laughs> correct. Right. Is Alex disqualified? If, it, if it's good enough for talking... <laughs> it's good enough for the podcast. So the way this fantastic quiz works today is I've taken my favourite films from my youth... For each one film, for each question, 
and I've taken uh, lines from those films and I've turned them into songs. And you ah. have to guess what the films are from my lovely songs and the quotes within. Here we go, question number one. <laughs> What's the film? I don't know if you've been keeping up on current events But we just got our asses kicked, pal <laughs> I say we take off and nuke the site from orbit It's the only way to be sure My mommy always said there were no monsters, no real ones, but there are. They mostly come at night, mostly. I thought someone would have got this by now. You want us to guess? No, if you haven't got it already, you probably. We're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study. Not Joe's Independence Day. No. No. Oh, that's what oh, I was going to say. That's, that's what I right, was going to say. Right genre. Too late though. Alex. Men in Black. No. Too late. These oh. are eight, generally eighties films. Um. Cocoon. Well. Kramer and Kramer. <laughs> Kramer and Kramer. Kramer versus. <laughs> No, it's not. Keep it, going. Keep it rolling, Joe. There's only four the questions, by the way. Because I've got Who's that? Cocoon. No, it's not Cocoon. Beep. Alex. Alien. Close. Someone else? <laughs> Aliens. 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 Yeah, Alex. Alex gets it. Predator. No. <laughs> Alex gets it. Terminator. It's, it's Aliens. Robocop? Oh. You're idiots. Just stop <laughs> listing films. <laughs> Sorry, are we not doing it with the spirit um, with which I mean, it was? <laughs> for <laughs> listing the films was the whole point. <laughs> so we're not allowed to do it anymore, will it? It's your quiz. <laughs> uh, Alec, you were correct. Um, and for a bonus, here, here are your points. How many aliens were killed in that film? Sorry, you said, for a bonus, here are your points. Yeah, for a bonus, <laughs> here, here are your points. <laughs> so my points were the... What were, what were my points? The words. <laughs> yeah, the words. The words are your, are your points. That's a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you almost talk, you should put it in the podcast. <laughs> this isn't even good enough for talking. <laughs> oh. Right, so there were 4,039 aliens, and that's how many points you get, Alex. Uh, what were they? Aliens? Aliens. 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 Okay, question how number many? two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is it a low low? In. Is it no, a low low? No, it's not. <laughs> the movie? <laughs> Listen. Understand that things out there can't be reasoned with, can't be bargained with. It's Predator. Nope. Ben. Terminator. That is correct, Ben. Ah, yes. Was it Wall-E? No. no. <laughs> Joe, can we skip forward a bit because the um, chorus is absolutely banging. Doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. If you say it absolutely yourself. will not stop ever until you are dead. 
nice night for a walk, eh? Nice night for a walk. Wash day tomorrow, nothing clean, right? That's son of a bitch, <laughs> I'll be back. Come with me if you want to live. I'll be back. Phase plasma rifle, 40 watt range. I'll be now, back. Dojo, thank Cyborgs you. don't feel pain. I do. Don't can do we, that. Can again. I request more of these, Ed, for future episodes? Yeah. Incredible. I'll be back. It's brilliant. It's like a full Terminator. Scar, doesn't it? Um, ben, you got 90, not 1,984 points for that because that was the year thank the you film very came much. out. Um, next one. This actually is a complete monologue from this particular film. Here we go. seen things you people wouldn't believe Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion I watch sea beams glitter in the dark Near the Tannhauser Gate All these moments will be lost in time Like tears in the rain Time to die that's it, I'll give you a few clues, things no one knows it. And so that's the final monologue from a uh, classic sci-fi featuring, featuring a, um, a replicant. Uh, Blade Runner. Uh, Wilbo gets it. Oh, How, well did, done, how well did you done. guess? Lovely. Wilbo. So you get 2,049 points. Okay, the final <laughs> one is, here it comes, it's a, it's a winner. She said the jungle, it came alive. And... Mark! Predator. Oh, it is Predator. Hey. <laughs> I thought it was Jumanji. Let's hear the rest of that. It's only short, Joe. Yeah. It's too keen. You lose it here. You're in a world of hurt. I ain't got time to bleed. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Time to let old painless out of the bag. Get to the chopper. What's got be so spooked? Get to the chopper. Deal a new son of a bitch. And there we are. I love the songs. The choruses yeah. are amazing. Oh, um, so the um, the points come from the. Anyone like to guess? The points for that question come from how far away was the predator's home planet? Anyone? <laughs> Three thousand miles. Nope, it was 429 million light years. Oh. So Mark, Mark gets 429. That makes <laughs> Mark. Wait a minute. Wow. Yeah, that makes Mark the winner. Well done, Get Mark. in there. Thank well you. done, everyone. Thank that you. was there we great quiz. Work. Really quiz. It's great. Such a great quiz. I've decided to delay my new feature cover stories till next week's episode. Oh, wow. wow. In the meantime, oh. guys, give it up for the pianist. Right, shut up. Back to Rachel. <laughs> okay, well, look, we're going to play a game now. I do this with all the uh, guests, Rachel, to find out how how well you know popular music. And it's not a fair game, but um, it's a game called How Many Words? And it's uh, I'm going to read out some words to some songs... Mm-hmm. And it's how many words you take to recognise the song. Okay, I, I like it. Okay. Are you going to read them quite quickly? Are you no, read no them I'll slowly? just give you one and you can have a good think about it. <laughs> I see, okay, uh, great. Also, it's quite easy and the band this week is R.E.M. Okay. Okay, uh, but the person at the end of the series who's done it the best will get a green T-shirt, so that's exciting. <gasps> yeah, brilliant. I thought you'd like okay. it. Okay. Um, are you into R.E.M.? 
I am actually oh, a bit. Yeah. yeah this is, this will be very easy. Um, how many words do you think you will need to name the song? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I think that's realistic. Okay. <laughs> there are three songs, and we'll get an average score. <laughs> can I ask one more question before we go? Yes. Um, but take games quite seriously. Yes, you I might can have see noticed. that. Yeah. Um, do you do lyrics from any part of the song, or is it from the it's very from the beginning? beginning. Of the it's, song? it's partly so people okay. can play along at home, so we nice. can take our time over it. Um, but yeah, as I say, there is a green t-shirt to be won. Woo-hoo. So uh, it's worth telling you now. What do you want? To, um, do you want to know now or after what the current best score is? Yeah, now, please. Okay, it's not good news for you. The uh, best score so far is one. Wow. Jessica Nappett got them all in one word. Wow. So to beat her, you have to get one in no words. <laughs> You're just going to have to guess it and guess it right. <laughs> but she had the Spice Girls, which turns out to be probably very easy. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I would find that easier, yeah. to be fair. It's, it's but... not a good game. Okay, here's the first one. O. Spelled O-H. Uh... Thinking hard. If you oh. do have a guess and get it wrong, it won't. it doesn't affect anything. Is it losing my religion? It is losing my religion. Great. Right. Great. What's the next word? Just out of interest. Oh, I can't remember. I just remember just, the tune. Oh, da, yeah. Oh, da, life da, da. is life. bigger. It's bigger than you and you are not me. Okay, so she's on one from one. Do you want to guess this one without any words? Just if you get it, you, I will still give you a word, but then you might be able to get under Jessica. Do want, yeah, okay, I'll what, give it a go. Okay, the, the, um, the word before the first word, there, is, there isn't one. What do you think the song is? Shiny happy people. It's not. It's not. But I will give okay. you your first word now. It's when, when. Oh no! I've got, I'm going to need a second word. Sadly. I, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You can you can still make this. <laughs> your is the second word. Your when your. Oh oh um, everybody hurts. Yes. Yeah. I think if you'd waited longer, you may have got it on the when, but yeah, but maybe possibly. Not. When your day is long and the night. The night is yours alone. Night is yours alone. Yeah. Sad song. Okay, so the so, third so. one. You need to get this before the word if you want to equal <laughs> nap it. What do you think the third song is? Um. Is it night swimming? It is night swimming. Oh and, yes. <laughs> and the first word is also night swimming. So you probably would have got it. You would have got an average score of one on the third, but you've got an average score of one. So so far, you're sharing the green t-shirt with Jessica Nappett. Amazing. Are you going to send us both one or send us half of one each? Uh, I have only got one. Okay. Well, maybe we can do a sort of timeshare. It's going to be a timeshare, yeah. And it's going to be a day each, so there's going to be a lot of admin. It's going to be every single day you wear it. (laughs) That's so much post. I think you'll regret getting night swimming. (laughs) Phew. Right. Um, Oh, I feel like you haven't forgiven me yet, Rachel. There's so much tension since the stuff about Marcus being better than you at lip syncing. Oh, yeah. So much, so much tension. I feel furious. How are we going to resolve this? Well, how about we talk about sea shanties for a bit? Would that help? I'd love that, mm. yeah. Cause... I've loved that. Have you been, like, following TikTok sea shanties? <laughs> well, I have a bit because, well, I feel, like a lot of people do in this situation, I got there first. I heard the guy, Nathan Evans, and really liked it. He's got a great voice. This Scottish guy, I don't know if he oh, was yeah. the very first one, but he's... Like, before everyone else Yeah, I think I was the first one to like it. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And he uh, is currently number one in Germany with his Wellerman song. It's still going. Wow. Um, so I'm pretty jealous. And we've done sea shanties before as a horn section, and we've always enjoyed them. And do you, you have experience of shanty, is that right? 
Um, I, I wrote one. Right. I thought, because I like listening to, I like sort of general, fo- I don't know if they count as folk music, but I think they're a form of folk music. I can tell you a lot about sea shanties if you want. Oh, yeah, please. Well, to be an official sea shanty, it should be written and performed only at sea. Right. There was a taboo about people on land performing sea shanties and that taking the magic away. Apparently, and they they really they were good for the pandemic because they were done on long sea journeys to relieve boredom and to create teamwork and and they were quite political sometimes or at least they had a sense of humour and there was sort of gallows humour. Um, so, are you on water at the moment? Mm. No, I'm yeah. going to say yeah, yes. I am. Yeah, I thought, yes. yeah, I thought. I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say I am. Where where about what body of water are you are you on? The River where, Seven. The River Seven. Yeah. 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 I'm I am as well as I'm a lot further are you? a lot closer to the you. source, I think. Is that is that you over there? I'm actually at the source. I'm straddling the source. <laughs> Whereas I think you're uh, are you at the mouth? I'm waving. I'm waving. Yes, I can see you now. <laughs> I'm really far away though. So why did you write a sea shanty? Well, because I just liked them so much. Mm. I liked that everyone was listening to them suddenly. And and I really liked singing along to them and so I thought I'd just have a go at writing my own but I'm not convinced that I've got the gist of what they're meant to be do, for. Do you bang anything as you do it? Do you beat your chest or a table? Yeah or I think I depth? should. I don't think I should do this on the keyboard. I think I should do it with my melodica in between which sounds a bit like a sort of accordion or something and then banging. I think the melodica and the bang Perfect. instrument. Um, and would you like the band to add anything to this afterwards? Yeah, I would, I'd love that. Maybe um, let me do the verses. Yes. And then if I send you the words, uh-huh. they could add their voices to they the, would, every... They would love to do that. And I think there's not I, enough... I would love that. Not enough female voices on traditional sea shanties. So this is, this is very exciting. OK, here I go. He ventured out beyond a mile, a face all sully, he wore no smile. He'd gone into a British sea, his tackle had retracted. Oh, oh now the, the chilly man goes, trying to surf off the Cornish coast. What was he thinking, though he did not wear a wetsuit? He tried to go out fishing one day on a trawler. He got off eBay. He caught a single stickleback. He has no expertise. Oh, now the fisherman comes. He's put a stickleback in a three-ton drum. Storms come and he's no cagoule, not even a sou'wester. He went out on a very big boat, hoping it would surely float. He took a crew of three good men, but the main guy was George Clooney. Oh, they didn't stay warm, because this was the film The Perfect Storm. Mark Wahlberg was on good form, four stars recommended. I'm clapping, I'm clapping, I'm clapping, but I'm holding a microphone. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> I also did, can I add a bit of um, geeky musicology yes, please. to the podcast, which is uh, in a minor song, if you end on a major chord, mm-hmm. it's called a tierce de Picardy. Is it? Yeah. What does that mean? What language is that? The French, is it? French, I'm not pronouncing it properly. No. Tierce de Picardy. Beautiful. What, what does, but what I don't does know if you say it, if you're meant to say it in a French accent oh. or not. Well, that's, that is a bit of musicology that... 
sadly lacking normally in the podcast. So thanks for that, Rachel. <laughs> Bit of class. Oh no, it's us again, <laughs> and I've got an exciting update from the what? world of UFO. I'm sure that I saw an unidentified thing, and that thing flied, and I was quite surprised. I saw it with my eyes in 2005. Now I need to describe what I saw to you guys. A-U-F-O, that's what I think I saw. U-F-O-S, I would like to see more. A-U-F-O, that's what I think I saw. U-F-O-S, I would like to see more. Yes, as you'll remember, I'm trying to track down the UFO that I saw in 2005, and in last week's episode, we discovered that Mrs Anne Finch had been recording footage of me with her drone. Well, this week, excitingly, I've managed to track down Mr Finch, Anne Finch's angry Australian husband, who also has views on UFOs. One of you has just received a WhatsApp message. Hello, Mr Finch. Finchy! Oh, sorry. Hello, Finchy. G'day, I'm Finchy. Yes, and you're married to Mrs Anne Finch. I was, but I've just this minute divorced her. <laughs> so, just, just this minute, Finchy. Since listening to the old last podcast, yes. Because you were, well, because you were filming me for two thousand hours on her drone. That's right, mate. That's not on. It, it isn't on. You're right, uh, Finchy. Finchy, do you believe in in UFOs, mate? I do believe in UFOs. UFOs. Ufos, and what's more, I saw the same one as you on that night in 2005. Well, this is great. How do you know? Because, mate, I mm. was the one with you at the time. But I thought I was with a female colleague called Rebecca. You were. But you were also with a male colleague called Finchy. I worked with you. I always wore shorts. I drank hot Ribena and kept swearing at the receptionist, <laughs> but in a nice way. Oh, I remember you, Finchy. You were a bloody nightmare. A bloody nightmare, <laughs> mate! We saw the UFO and I left the company the next day because I tried to chase the UFO. You tried to chase the UFO? Did you chase... Did you catch the UFO, Finchy? Find it! Find it! No, I didn't find it. <laughs> what did you find, Finchy? I found... Mrs. Anne Finch. Ah, on the internet. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then she started stalking <laughs> you, and now you're stalking me. I'm not stalking you, Finchy. How did you get my number? I hung around your house, out, outside your house for two weeks, filming you with a long-distance <laughs> ultra-zoom camera until I could get enough, a good enough shot of your phone contacts list, and then, and, and then I got your number from there, Finchy. And uh, I wrote it, wrote it down, then I typed it into my phone, then I pressed call. Fair enough, mate. Can I join your UFO's <laughs> hunting team, mate? No, thanks, Finchy. Fair enough, mate. <laughs> hey, what's your penis called? No idea, Finchy. Hey, penis! What's your name? It's Ed Finchy. Well, Mr Fingers, play some Aussie music, <laughs> will you, mate? Something a bit plonky-plonky that reminds me of the airback. Oh, is, is, that, is that working for you, Finchy? It is the best Aussie music I've ever heard. heard. Hey, one more thing. Did you... I did find out that the UFO you was seen by a guy who then disappeared. Really? What, what yeah. You, pardon? Say that again. It makes sense. It's good. You've written Harad. Is that yeah, what you mean? No, forget that word. Oh. What did you find out? <laughs> uh, I did find out that the UFO you saw was seen by a guy who then disappeared. Whoa, really? Yeah, so he's gone. But also, it was seen by a lady who didn't disappear. I can give you her number if you want. Well, that would be great. What's her name? Her name? Yes. Her name is... Hmm? Enya. 
Enya, that's an unusual name. <laughs> yeah, it's the singer Enya from Ireland. Give her a call, she'll be delighted to hear from you. <laughs> oh, great, I can't wait to speak to Enya next week. Thanks, Finchie, <laughs> bye then. Oh, no, wait, 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 can I tell you a joke? A joke, Finchie? Of course you can. It's one of Willips. Is it? Oh, great, I love Willips jokes. <laughs> Play some of that trumpet, you little badger. <laughs> Are you talking to the trumpeter? Yeah, you little badger. Blow your trumpet, badger boy. Do some bebop or some marching band shizzle. Be- bebop or marching band shizzle. Bebop or marching band shizzle. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, do- he's doing it. He's doing his best. Show me what you got, badger boy. He's doing it. He's doing it. Off you go. Okay, here goes. I collect sports equipment, and I think if nine isn't enough fluffy yellow balls, ten is. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye, Finchie. Wow. Bye. Everyone all right with that? Yeah. I didn't hear the joke because of the trumpet. What was the joke? <laughs> oh, it's worth know. hearing twice. If nine isn't enough fluffy yellow balls... <laughs> You're back, Finchie. Ten is. <laughs> <laughs> I think pick up the melodica again. Um, yeah. I would like us to create... A truly magical piece of music with a melodica. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I was wondering if we could start very small and mm-hmm. uh, just you and me, and then the band will creep in and it ends up being enormous, this piece of music. Amazing, so, yeah. So maybe I start with... And you want this on the melodica? Yeah, yeah. I think starting single-figured. Fingered. Oh, that's a lovely noise. Yeah. The words, Rachel, are going to be... Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be called What is a Melodica?, and uh, I've written all the lyrics by doing quite a lot of Googling of the word melodica. Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah. I, well, I'd like to know as well. Yeah, well, so. I'll tell you. It's quite intense, quite long. <laughs> so take a deep breath. <laughs> OK. Um, and the sort of rhythm, I haven't got one mm-hmm. yet, but the, it's sort of eight beats per line. It's, it starts with, so what is a melodica? It's quite like a harmonica. I, I don't know if it is quite like a harmonica, but someone said it is on a website. Okay. It could be okay. it could be How quite steady, time, but it could speed up. I like that. Will the notes change at all? Yes, oh, good. but Phew. I thought I'd wait till you come in, yeah, Jake. I, got it. <laughs> I didn't know how long to wait, but it felt like we were in a traffic jam after a little while. We could have just kept doing that for <laughs> half So you're going to change the notes. And I think, yeah, maybe start even slightly slower than that and then speed yeah, up. It's okay. got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty, thirty, about 36 lines. Okay. So don't speed okay. up too quickly. Okay. 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 I'm going to actually use the hand strap here. Oh, my, it's got a hand strap. Is it heavy? Yeah. Well, no, we, we find out in the song it's not heavy. Um, <laughs> I, just so you know, it sometimes sort of cuts out slightly, probably because the noise through Zoom and all that. So. Oh, okay. I'm not particularly going to try to uh, get the same. Follow. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'll be able to, yeah. if you could do that nodding your head like you did, just in case, then I can follow that as well. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so okay, this, this is a debut performance of What is a Melodica? So what is a melodica? It's quite like a harmonica. It looks like a piano with a hole through which you blow. You have to press down a key.
key so air will flow through a reed Melodicas are portable They're also quite affordable They are sometimes used in school But they are very rarely cool Unless you play it on a yacht Or on a beach when you are hot Or skiing down a mountain range Or dealing on the stock exchange Or if you want to look the best Then play it wearing just a vest While riding on a motorbike Yeah, you will look so Statesman-like If you play your melodica While riding through America A bit quicker now And dancing while you play this tune Late at night under the moon You'll find that thousands follow you And want to learn your secrets too Real soon you'll see you get results You'll start your own melodic cult And all will worship at your feet They'll bring you wine and lots of meat Until one day you are replaced Cos culty people are two-faced Melodicas have no appeal When you have heard a glockenspiel powerful stuff really powerful yeah. very emotional very emotional we went on a journey i think <laughs> and i didn't hyperventilate which is no the goal i think i mean it's such a bizarre scenario what we're doing <laughs> yeah because it really is in my house three children and a lady can hear me shouting out these words i don't know what's going on in your house but you're just playing that tune yeah and i would say i felt like i became musical then rachel i think you I think you became musical if you weren't already. It's a big if. But I, I think we might have scored or hit our goal. The goal's happened. The oh, quest is complete. The quest is complete. <laughs> uh, what we haven't got is a cliffhanger. Um, Ooh. So I don't know how we're going to... Uh, the... I could do a musical cliffhanger. If you could. Is, it gonna be, yeah. is that going to be the very end of the podcast? Would you like it? Yeah, shall I wait? Shall I wait? Yeah, I think the very, very end. Maybe so. I think we are approaching the very end. I really enjoyed that. All right. Well, look, is there anything else you'd like me to plug? Or is there anywhere people can see you musically? How much music is there in your Tuesday night gigs? Yeah, a fair a fair bit. I don't do many sort of solo songs, but we have like musical quizzes mm-hmm. um, and little musical bits. Like I first did that sea shanty on there. Like we, we mix it up. There's a bit on the Tuesday. But also if you just Google... Just songs. I've got a few on Bandcamp and a few on YouTube. You know what? I think every answer, when you say what else we'd like to plug, they should just say, well, look, Google. Everyone's got Google. Yeah. And I think it's, <laughs> is it still free? I can't remember. Or is yeah. it a pound of Google? <laughs> maybe, maybe a pound. It should be a pound. A pound of Google. <laughs> They'd make so much money. All right. Well, look, I'm going to say goodbye. I don't know if you want to do that musically, Rachel. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, All I'll right. say bye and then I'll do the cliffhanger. Okay, well, thank Yeah, but don't, we don't want them to know the cliffhanger's coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, good point. Yeah. I'll say goodbye, and then I'll play some nice music. I think that, that we'll would be great, tomorrow. as long as it as long as great. it wraps things up nicely and doesn't leave people uh, in the no, lurch. No, I wouldn't dream of it. All right, okay. thanks, Rachel. Lovely to Thank see you. Thank you, and you. Bye. Bye.
Okay, well, look, lads, nice. we're going to go mm. in a minute. Um, but I've heard a rumour that the Brothers Smooth are back in town. Is that right? Does anyone Ooh. know those guys? I've heard of these guys. Yeah, there's more. This is another Brothers Smooth song this week. You may remember that last time we heard their nostalgic song about Umbongo, which ended inexplicably with Bill McMarsbar telling his younger brother, Michael McMarsbar, that he stinks. Now, <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually done some research and found out that this particular comment was both the tip of the iceberg and the straw that broke the camel's back. Sadly, it all ended in one of their many acrimonious breakups. Bill had quite a bitter attitude towards his younger, more successful brother. He was jealous of Michael's success, even though Michael was quite uncomfortable with his own fame. The song we're going to hear today is a solo track from Michael McMars Bar and was recorded after the breakup. And you can hear that Michael's really hurting. He's lost, unhappy, and he needs a break. You can tell that, and he's trying just to find someone or something to offer guidance and support. But it's comforting to learn, though, that he does find some comfort during this time of need. Anyway, here it is. there everyone oh, welcome back, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back yeah. brothers and i liked your introduction willip you, you knew a lot about it yes i did didn't i, I did some research yeah and especially considering you told me um that that was the brief version of it <laughs> yeah it was shorter <laughs> impressive stuff well that is well and truly that ben please <clears throat> play a little drum beat so i can say goodbye to everyone rhythmically yeah, well, look, thanks for listening, everyone. Please do keep supporting us however you can. There's stuff to buy at Bandcamp. There's Patreon donations for Dingles, all that sort of thing. We're going to do some live stuff soon, maybe a live podcast, definitely some live shows. Thank you to Joe Walker and Joel Porter for some electric work today. Thanks to Rachel Paris for being the best guest ever by Miles. Thanks to Adidas for providing all our clothing for this week's show. Have they done that? <laughs> they should do that. They should do that. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, band. Bye. Bye. See you Goodbye, band.
Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It's Dingle time. Tingle time! Yes, Dingle time. Dingle time! Dingle time. Dingle time. Tingle time! Billy, you've just had your 18th birthday. Drive a lorry if you can drive a car. Get yourself married. Get a tattoo. Place a bet on a horse if you'd like that too. You can't adopt a child yet, but you can buy a naughty magazine and cigarette. And whilst we can't condone this action, you could watch The Shining or Naked Attraction. You can vote or buy a house, buy a firework, sell a mouse. Give your consent and leave your body to science, but you might want to ask your parents. 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 Street's wife, known as Alice to you and I, Nick Street's wife. He's a lucky, lucky guy. Nick Street's wife has a baby on the way. Nick Street's wife glows more radiant by the day. You never wear a frown, even when you're moving house. You always have a smile, despite the morning bile. But let's not do you wrong. Despite this sexist song, you're not just someone's wife, so let's celebrate your life. Alice, you're the best. Alice, you're the best. Dingles for you, 
good for you. Tony's passed the cash, we should thank her too.